0: Welcome back to the Core EM Podcast, core content for anyone, anywhere, and just in time. This is the official podcast of the NYU Bellevue EM Residency Program. I'm on Anand Swami Nathan, and unlike the usual podcast, I'm going to be on my own for this one. I thought we'd do a brief discussion of an article we reviewed in conference on door-to-balloon time and use it as a springboard to discuss the role of the emergency provider in suspected STEMI cases. The article is Aggressive Measures to Decrease Door-to-Balloon Time and incidence of Unnecessary Cardiac Catheterization, Potential Risks and Role of Quality Improvement from the Mayo Clinic Proceedings. And it was reviewed by one of our chief residents, Andy O. Oh. I discussed this article at length with Salim on on RebelCast back in December 2015. So instead of getting into a full discussion of the paper, I'm gonna refer you back to that podcast and I'll drop a link in the show notes. Now the quick summary of the paper is this. The hospital in question here devoted a big effort to bring their door to balloon time to under 60 minutes. Their education and system change interventions accomplished this, but they found no statistically significant decrease in mortality in the STEMI group. However, the false positive rate for STEMI activation more than doubled, and the mortality of the false positive group quadrupled. Bottom line is that a well-intentioned intervention guided at improving quality measures led to increased patient harm. The question, though, is why, and what does this tell us? Let's start with the why. Why was mortality increased in the false positive STEMI group? I think it's clear that if you institute changes that rush the triage, nursing, and EP evaluation of the patient, more false positive activations are gonna occur. Why these patients do worse, though, is a little bit less clear. You'd think that an ST elevation patient gets a team of doctors and nurses to descend on them and that's gonna lead to better outcomes. The issue is that unlike the emergency provider, the docs coming down don't do resuscitation beyond, you know, resuscitating the coronary vessel interventional cardiologists and their teams are really good at identifying coronary anatomy and opening culprit lesions. However, they're not equipped to resuscitate patients who don't have these lesions. In rushing the patient to the lab to meet a quality measure, we lump all patients with ST elevation together, but we know that not all ST elevations are from coronary artery lesions. There are so many causes of ST elevation, including pericarditis, aortic dissection, LV aneurysm, pulmonary embolism, hyperkalemia, hypercalcemia, and so many anymore. Some patients are going to have ischemia causing ST elevations, but not because they have a coronary artery lesion, but instead they've got stress from some other pathophysiology like sepsis. I think once we realize this, it's easy to see why these patients wouldn't do well in the cath lab with a STEMI team. They're simply not equipped to resuscitate these sick patients. The false STEMIs fly up to the cath lab with a specialist, they get cath, and there's no lesion. Now, the STEMI team has a sick patient who hasn't been resuscitated in the cath lab with no one to take care of them. By rushing the patients off to cath, we're doing a huge disservice and potentially harming those patients. So what's the role of the emergency provider when a patient presents with ST elevations? The EP's role is to slow things down and take the focus off the elevations and onto the patient. Basically, it's seeing the forest through the trees, seeing the big picture. Recognize the ST elevations, but assess the patient to see why they have ST elevations. Is it a simple ST elevation MI, or is something else going on? Remember that it's not just ST elevations on an EKG that define a STEMI, but also symptoms consistent with an MI. Are the patient's symptoms more consistent with PE or dissection? I had the good fortune of catching a dissection that presented with an inferior STEMI. The cath team was mobilized by the pre-hospital team and was waiting for the patient. During my quick two-minute eval, the patient told me that he had weakness in his left leg when the chest pain started. That was enough to recognize this wasn't a straightforward ST elevation MI. The ED team convinced cardiology to get a chest x-ray, which showed a widened mediastinum. He went to CT, showing an ascending dissection, and then Off to the or with the cv team what i'm doing now with these patients is just asking a couple of pointed questions was the chest pain acute or maximal at onset or is the pain radiating to the back was it associated with neurosymptoms that's going to push me towards dissection recent immobilization active cancer swollen extremity pushing me towards pe fever or associated infectious symptoms pushes me towards sepsis and so on Additionally, if the patient's unstable, we should start the resuscitation. Even in those patients with cardiogenic shock from a STEMI, we should focus on the ABCs while getting the patient ready to go up to the lab. I found that a bad place for a patient to need an airway is in the cath lab, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this as well. I always lay my STEMI patients flat, even if just for a couple of seconds, to make sure they can tolerate that position. If they don't, consider intubating them before they roll upstairs, because typically patients aren't cathed sitting up. All of this takes just a couple of minutes, but you can get a ton of information that puts you down a different pathway from simply get the patient to the cath lab. All right, so a bit of a rant there, but I think it's an important topic. Understanding our role in resuscitating the undifferentiated patient, making sure that those ST elevations simply are a STEMI before they leave your care. That's all for the Core EM podcast this week. Come on over and check out the site at coreem.net, where we've got a ton of great core content emergency medicine. We'll have a core post up this Wednesday and a journal update with a deeper dive into this particular paper on door-to-balloon time, and that's going to be out on Thursday. Visit our Facebook page and like us if you like the site. Visit our Google Plus page and follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at core underscore el. Thanks, and see you all next week.